800 episodes deep today. Thank you for your support, and uh, let's talk about breaking news. The news can affect the market. Stay tuned. we possibly talk about we've always said how can we how can you come up with that much content is there really that much to talk about there's always something to talk about unbelievable what do you reckon i think it's really good effort that's that's years and years and years of morning minutes it's um do you know what there's uh there's been a there's been times you just wake up ready to go there's been times you're like oh no um it's been times uh there's the occasional that we forgot (laughs) hangovers are normally responsible for that for those times (laughs) um yeah wow and thank you everyone for watching your support your questions and um it's been great thank you thank you mark for hosting 800 episodes Wow. Yeah. So uh, tell us, what do you reckon? Do you reckon that um, the – because you know what's really funny? Your your banner that you chose today, breaking news. Yeah. I've been trialling that banner on my social media on and off. Oh, yeah. Fact, when when I write breaking news on the front of my stuff – Easily double the impressions. People like to, yeah, it's a mindset. What's sad as well is that bad news gets more clicks. It bleeds, it reads. A hundred percent. But what's also interesting is that what we see on the news is it's a reflection of what's going on, but it's also a projection of what they are saying to get views. And then that ends up happening. So an example I like, I think I was talking to you about this the other day, about the low rise jeans. You know, those jeans that are like, cause it used to be high waisted jeans and now like the 2000s jeans that show your belly button and stuff. Yes. So I saw maybe one or two people wearing them in December, like very few all over like news that I see was saying low rise, low rise jeans are back. Everyone's wearing them. They're back. You didn't see them. And then about a month later, all of a sudden, everyone's in low rise jeans. What is that? So it's saying that the media can affect how we act. They report on how we act, but they also can affect how we act and they can change. Therefore the property, the media talking about property can really affect how the market operates it's yeah, yeah and it's almost um it's almost as good as an interest rate rise yeah um by talking about you know the depth of the property market or the heights of the property market um stuff like that can can make is it's a big big influencer in the marketplace 
Good thing or bad thing? I think it depends. I think it's a bad thing because, like we said, people don't click on happy news. It's like when it's sunny. You're not talking about it being sunny. You only talk about the rain because that's the news that will get views. So that reflects on bias sentiment and then they go into the marketplace with that negative mindset. So even in the boom last year, the mark, the news was saying, oh my gosh, growth that we cannot keep up with. You need to buy right now. You're going to, whatever they were saying, people were still coming with the negative mindset. They're not going to be able to afford to buy something. Yeah. And now it's don't buy, don't buy, interest rates are rising. You're not going to be able to afford it. Yeah. You know, and, and just just on that topic very quickly, um, people were eating cake for two years. Uh, it was free money in the marketplace. Like 1.8 or 2% is, a, is well, you know, to me is almost like free money. So yeah. it was a really good ride for a couple of years. So I, I think that um, it was record high savings, time to pay it back. Um, but, yeah, the media the media's love them or hate them, Um They've been very, um, I guess, um, they've, in a way, it works because they're selling, they're selling eyeballs, they're selling views, they're selling impressions. Um, there's certainly a massive cure out of it. It's not going away. Um, is it getting bigger media, or, or, or I guess it's definitely changing. Like it's, it's not out of a newspaper anymore. I think it's getting bigger and it's accessible in different ways as well, which is a plus because it means more people are learning about stuff that they wouldn't normally learn about. So, for example, I listen to this podcast called The Quickie every morning and yeah. it's 10 minutes and it sums up all the news headlines because I'm not going to be watching the news. Oh, the light's gone out. Um, I'm not going to be watching the news when I get home for the whole hour. So that 10 minutes in the morning, I know what's going on. Um, and a lot of other young people that normally wouldn't be watching the news have access in that way or through social media. There's um, a lot of big companies now and they do just like like what we do, the one news tile with all the main headlines. You know what's going on. Yeah, so they're consuming it in different ways. Now, um, property market, media, they were reporting during COVID that the big four banks were saying that the market was going to fall 40 to 50%. Mm-hmm. Went the other way. Yeah, not only could the banks be more wrong, but, um, you know, the media um, was resonating it everywhere they were wrong. Um, what are you reading in the media now that, you got, that you're saying to yourself, like, what do you, you know, as, as a professional real estate agent, what are you reading in the media now? Where you're going, uh-uh, that's not right. Or I've like, yep, that's right. Hey? I, wrote down, I wrote down some headlines. I looked up yesterday so I could talk about. Um, these are the things when you look up, look up what's going on in the news. It almost financially ruined us. We were fools while we fled our rental. Um, new squeeze looms for home buyers despite property price falls. Risky tactic home buyers use to grab a bargain. So all of them are fear mongering that if you purchase, you're not going to be able to make your repayments because of interest rate rises. Yeah, phenomenal. Um, biggest one I see that's wrong in our market: rental market growth. 
So I'm talking to our, so we are the largest rental agent on the Northern Beaches out of 185 agencies. We're the number one in residential renting. We rent out about 60 to 70 properties a month, which is three a day. We understand that rental market really well. There's 200,000, sorry, 100,000 properties on the Northern Beaches. Uh, we are not seeing the growth that's being reported in the marketplace yet. If you were one of the, the 250,000 people living on the Northern Beaches, you would you, you unequivocally would say, is that the word, Anna what? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You would say 100% that the rental market is growing. As a tenant, you'd be scared. As a landlord, you'd be saying, finally, fake news. Fake news. And it's area dependent as well. The Northern Beaches, even during COVID, was a weird bubble that something else was going on in. Now it's the same. If you're watching the news at Sydney wide, something that's yep. relevant to someone in the CBD is not relevant to someone in DY. Yep. And, and the, the news is not centric to, um, you know, to those particular, particular areas that you're reading. So you could be getting false news based on just geographically. Um, or also, you know, back to those rentals, like the houses did actually did have a bit of growth. The rent, yeah. the unit, but the units didn't. Uh, you know that, and so not only geographically, but the style of property um, where rents are going uh, up and down all level. Uh, and I, look, I, I think in the media's defence, it's it's pretty hard to report on all those different. You sort of just got to grab one headline and run with it. You can't say yeah every suburb but the Northern Beaches. But I think as a consumer of information and media, sometimes data, I think you've got to really dig deep. For sure. But also, how boring would it be if the news said, rents stay the same? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> like, not rents one person. Rents do. Guess what rents are doing? What? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so but they have to say nothing. something. Yeah. Yeah, sensationalising. But you know what? It's, it would be hard as a, uh, as a member of the public to... To have any sort, to have a, a constant level or a constant normal when you, when they, when you're sens it's sensationalising up or sensationalising down news. Yeah, um, it's hard emotionally not to be going through that, that same sort of high and low. Um, yeah. I, I think, um, in in people's de in people's defence, um, I, I think that, you know, pe it, it's scary. Uh, at the moment for a, a person in, in this market when there's all this stuff's being sensationalised like inflation and interest rate rises and property crash. Property crash is the biggest asset people have in the, in the country, biggest asset class. Like, you know, how that makes you feel inside, it's after you've been beaten up with two years of COVID, um, it's um, it, I think it's hard for, for people to um, to stay straight. And not only that, it's confusing as well because um, a lot of people like there's a stereotype that agents can't be trusted, and some people are going to the agent. They're skeptical of what the agent's saying, um, and some agents are just saying, you know, whatever the like the buyer wants to hear to comfort them. But then they're going to different sources, and everyone's saying something different. Um, so it doesn't really help the situation. How how do you know what's happening in the market when you don't know who to go to to ask? That's a big question. Um, 
you know, like I, I think traditionally when when you when you are inclusive and you do want to you do want to consume information and you do want truth, um, any form of content that you take in is going to be bias. Any. Yeah. Uh, so you know, if you go to a priest, they will be biased. If you go to a stockbroker, they will be biased. It is just impossible to get unbiased news or uh, un un unbiased media. It's always going to be skewed or, you know, unbiased opinions. Yeah. But data doesn't lie. So the best way I think is to get, if you can source any data or information to do that and then actually look at it with the context. So for example, with the rate rises last year, interest rates were at an all time low, even with the rate rises, they're still increasing, but not nearly as high as it's been in the past, but that not nearly as high as it's been in the past is sometimes forgotten about. So I think it's important to take into account context of data, context of the information. And, and you know what, with media, again it, it's sensationalized it doesn't support sensationalization which media yeah. does uh, i love media this is media um, <laughs> but if it does support anything it supports a short-term view yeah so it's you know because that's 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 real time that's what's happening now but anyone anyone i know that's fabulously successful in business um in what they do, um, they are consistent. They are long-term thinkers. So I think that's very boring in media. Um, you know, I, I remember there was a um, uh, famous uh, property guy in America, and they uh, he was one of the biggest um, uh, property guys of personal property, personal wealth that he had in property. And they said, to, I, mean, I can't remember his name, but it was Count something, like your wicked name. And um, <laughs> and they said, what do you think about the property market? So the media is interviewing him. You know, what do you think about the property market? And he said, you know what? It's been – and, and what do you think about the future of the property market? He said, it's been a very good property market the last 100 years. And I think equally, it's going to be a fantastic, proper, uh, a very good property market the next hundred years. Yeah, that type of thinking, people don't, people do not um, subscribe to. It does not make news. People do not generally think like that. That's the truth. Yeah, for sure. I think um, so. Core Logic do those graphs where it shows growth over different periods. So one year, five years, three years, ten years. Um, Whenever I'm talking to buyers, I always make, when they're telling me that, oh my God, I'm not going to make any money, I'm going to struggle to pay my repayments, it's going to be, when they start the doom and gloom chat, you just pull out that 10 years. Imagine 100 years. The growth in 100 years is crazy. You need to look at the facts over the long term. And it's not time in when you're buying, it's time in, I-N, yeah. in the market because if you're buying at the bottom of the market, the shittiest time in the market, not suggesting that that is or whatever, but if you are um, and you're selling 10 years later at the bottom of the market, guess what? You've you made a lot of money. Yeah. You doubled. If you're buying at the top of the market and selling 10 years later at the top of the market, you're doubling. 
And yes, I'm suggesting the property market is, is going to double every 10 years on average uh, because that's what it's done the last 50 and 100 years. So, you know, that's it. That's media. Yeah. Um, I've got a quick question. Yep. From Bronwyn. Hey, Bronwyn, good morning, your legend. 800 days of morning minutes. Episode 800. Plus breakfast at Novak. So there's more. Plus Novak News on Monday nights. Yeah. That's a lot of media. But um, the the reason why we've been we're at episode 800 is because we started at one and then we got to 100 and then we got to 200 but where it all started was with michael burgio uh legend and uh and i saying we've got plenty to talk about all day every day about 12 hours of stuff we talk about let's grab the topic that most people ask us during the day and let's for 15 minutes, let's put that on on, um, on live, on LinkedIn, on Instagram, on all of our channels. So basically what we've tried to do is just replicate that daily conversation, the, the most frequent daily conversation that we're having with people. We're trying to just put it online for people to consume. I send them to people as well. If I'm talking to someone and then later on they ask another question or I remember a conversation about I flick it across. Great so, Yeah. Um, thank you. Thank you. Happy 800. Happy 800. And it's my birthday on Saturday. <laughs> do I have to do Tomorrow morning day. minutes on Saturday? What? Do I have to do morning minutes on Saturday? It's breakfast at Novak. I can host. Oh, how exciting. Yeah. For my birthday, it's going to be breakfast at Novak on, on, yeah. on Saturday. That's cool. Yeah. Jess, thank you. Everyone, thank, thank you. And um, that's interesting about media. Something to think about there. Yeah. Take care. See you, everyone. Bye.